You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts, Darian and Ethan, discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian and Ethan. Hello, and welcome to the show where I give an opinion and then Ethan gives another opinion, and sometimes they're the same. Same. Welcome back. <laughs> I have. Come. That was the worst. <laughs> I know. That's like the the TikTok. Me <laughs> I uh, as you were talking, I completely spaced and zoned out on something, and then I realized, oh, we're recording. And I was like, <laughs> I should probably say something. Yeah. Because I was just thinking about my coffee. I was so excited about. Nice. I'm just to inform everybody, all of the uh, um, gusto I have right now is all fake. I'm very tired, and I think Define I'm gusto. I think I'm sick. Just like energy, oh. like uh, yeah. Never heard that before. It's all a sham. I'm just. They could say make it. I think I'm sick, but we're podcasting. I'm excited. Yeah, you're only sick if you let yourself be sick. Sure. Come here again for more health <laughs> questions and answers. But you your leg's not broken. You just think it is, bro. You're a Christian. No, I'm not gonna go there, right? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna go there. Not today. Not today. Can't be offending people less than two minutes in the show. Yeah. We gotta wait till twenty minutes when they're hooked. Are you tired? <laughs> uh yeah, I have I'm like really tired, but also super not tired. Mm-hmm. Um like I mentioned last week I started the BCC. Seems like a paradox. And this week I have I have like I've been doing paragraph titles through Genesis for the last like I did it till from like one thirty to like four fifty, and then I stopped until now. I'm pretty sure there's something in the Bible about he who adds to my word or it's not subtracts. Adding. I'm literally copying the words in the paragraph. <laughs> I'm just writing more. Just things. joking. Some not, not gonna go there either. There's so many jokes <laughs> I want to make right now, bro. <laughs> um, Bible joke. It's been really good, uh, but I'm really tired. But and, I'm, and after this, I'm going to go back to work until midnight. Nice. And then I plan on waking up at 6 and then praying and then working from 7 to 9.30 on more work for class. Nice. And I've never been in college, so I just assume this is what it's like. <laughs> but I've had, I worked, I had one job where I worked like 56 hours a week and had other things every other hour of the day. Yeah, me too. So that's okay. Like, I'll be fine. I'm yeah. just like super excited. So yes, I'm exhausted, but I'm just like so zoned in and ready to take on the week that I'm just like, let's go. Also, it's my third cup of coffee. Nice. So We just need to rebrand our show to be a show where two guys think of... Uh, very sensitive biblical jokes. <laughs> think of them and think, oh, I shouldn't say that. And just laugh to themselves. <laughs> so there's not actually any content. I, just us thinking of jokes and then not saying them. <laughs> uh, bro, that happens. Can like, I say that? I don't know. I, I don't think you can say that. That's probably not. I'll get shut down. Far. I'll yeah. get canceled. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, so many times I want to make jokes. Like in class too, like something will happen. I'm like, oh, Ethan, <laughs> you're an adult. Be responsible. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's, it's a fun time. I love the Bible. I love humor. Me too. Um, good news this week. We got our first Patreon. Hey. We have two tiers. Um, we have a $3 tier and a $5 tier, and we got a $5 supporter. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so it's just real good, real exciting, real encouraging that you guys see the value and you agree that there's value in this and you want to partake in what God's doing. It's like super humbling. Yeah. Right? Even if it's just like $5 a month, it's just like, whoa. Someone gives us money to talk. That's so weird. Yeah. Well, they give us money to obey God. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, yeah by yeah. obeying God, we're talking. Yeah, yeah same thing. <laughs> yes. But. And we enjoy it. Can I just tell you about this coffee? I just really like it. I usually get Ethiopian Chef when I can find it. Mm. Um, I found some at Target for the first time on Island in, like, well, that's not, like, super bougie coffee. 
I found at Target, and it's organic and fair trade, which means nice. Everyone, like all the farmers and everyone in the processing is getting paid a good amount. I love it. And Ethiopian yogurt chef is my favorite. Went there two weeks ago. They didn't have it. So I, got, I actually did, but I thought, I'm going to try Honduras. So mm-hmm. I got some Honduras. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And this week, they didn't have either of those. So I got this new stuff called like Tierra del Sol. I've never had it before, but it makes a, it's a medium roast, which that means nothing to you because you don't What's, love you coffee. You know what Tierra means? No. I know Sierra oh. means mountain, right? But Is it Sierra del Sol? No, it's Tierra. Oh. I don't know what it means Well, either. del Sol means the sun. Oh, really? Maybe yeah. it's close to the Coffee sun. of the sun. Maybe it's on a mountain. Like but it's a light roast. Sorry. It's a medium roast, and it makes for a good cup of iced coffee and, and warm and hot coffee. And that's kind of rare. Because mm-hmm. you can have, like, really good warm coffee, and you make it ice, and then it's like, ooh, this sucks. Hmm. For everyone who's into coffee culture, you feel me. You need to make a podcast called, like, Thoughts and Brews or, like, Scriptures and Brews or something like that where you just, like, talk about a different kind of coffee every time and also, like, the Bible. And I have a beer. I have two drinks there. Oh, yeah. Brews. Two different kind of brews. Two different brews. Every other week can be a other kind of brew. <laughs> yeah. Or, no, no, you, you release one in the morning, the beer one, and the, the coffee one. The beer one? one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Derry had an experience with coffee last night. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell us about the greatest day of your week? Yeah, so I have pooped nine times <laughs> since last night. <laughs> I just, you made me some strong coffee, and I had a whole cup of coffee, and I almost never drank coffee. And it was like 7 p.m. Yeah, it was 7 p.m. And so I got one hour of sleep last no, night. No, it was five, because I had to go to seven. Okay, well, I, I got one hour of sleep last night for other reasons besides the coffee, but the coffee didn't help. But I also, before I went to sleep, from five to like, uh, 10 when I got in bed I pooped five times <laughs> and that's rough the other four have been today so I'm still feeling the effects I think of right. one cup of coffee you just gotta keep doing that every day and then it stops eventually no I just never drink coffee again <laughs> you won't do that yeah I will bet never no. again well Bro, maybe put sometimes money on that but I just won't drink as much 20 XRP Mm-mm. that's a lot of money someday someday um well, we have a fun topic today. Yeah. A fun topic that everyone's to going to hear and think, you guys and, lied. Unless you're convicted, <laughs> then it might not be fun for <laughs> if you. If you're addicted. No, convicted. Oh, convicted. Yeah. addicted. If you're convicted, it's still good. Conviction's a, the blessing of the Lord that proves that he's sanctifying us. True. You know? We always think of conviction as this like, terrible thing that, like, oh, you did bad, so now God's got to correct you. But the Bible says he's going to conform you to the image of his son. Every time you get convicted, it's like... This is God at work fulfilling his promise. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely. So Pretty cool. We think it's fun. Uh, most people won't. Why don't you tell them what it is? We're talking about gummy bears today and why sugar-free ones are yes. very, I'm very bad for you. So glad you went there. Sugar-free <laughs> gummy bears can and be Amazon. equated to sin. Yeah. Because here's you, how. Here's how. Ready? Link in bio. <laughs> what? <laughs> Watch to the end. Fun surprise. Yeah, okay, we're going to get back to that at the end of the show. Why sugar-free gummy bears are um, correlate to sin. sin. Yeah. But we're actually talking today about self-denial. And so self-denial is a very interesting topic. I would say if you've been a Christian most of your life, I think you would probably have heard many sermons on this topic, which kind of goes against, like... Not me. Really? Promise. Hmm. Maybe I, I, I guess I, out, I guess like not directly on this topic of self denial, but it just kind of implied that like it's something you need to do. Yeah. Like, but you don't think about it, right? right? You should, as a Christian, hear about self denial. But in my experience, I heard more about 
how to have a good life. Yeah, it's almost like there's a disconnect between like what sin is and like self denial. We've almost accepted, at least in most of mainstream culture where Christians exist, we've existed or we've uh, adopted like two streams of thinking. One, like I have to not sin and not do these things, but these things aren't denying myself. They're just like things I shouldn't do if I feel a certain like way. Murder. Yeah. Yeah, like big things, right? Don't but if I, if I feel a certain way, that's like who I am, and I can't deny myself. I gotta be true to myself, so I'm gonna do that thing, right? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? So, like, food can be an example, sex can be an example. There's a lot of examples of things that are, we make a part of our identity, and um, we make them idols, and we're supposed to being, we're supposed to be denying ourselves of those things. And, like, not all of those things are sins, right? Some of them right. are, are good things, just right. different things God asks us to deny ourselves of mm-hmm. at different times. You got any thoughts before we dive in? Um, I pretty much agree with what you said. Like, when it comes to the idea of self-denial, a lot of people think, like, oh, yeah, deny the things that are bad, but obviously your flesh wants, like, yeah. drug use. And it's like, yes. Yeah. I also agree. Don't do drugs. Right. But that doesn't necessarily, it goes further than that, right? Because if you just stop at what's sinful, then it's like, you probably have other destructive habits in your life that God Mm -hmm. will require you to to give up that probably aren't sinful, but they're keeping you from how deep he wants to take you. Yeah. And the heart, when you hear that, it shouldn't be like, oh no, God's going to make me give this up. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give it up. It should be, praise God that Mm -hmm. he's asked me to give this up because that means he's going to take me even further in his presence. Yeah. And whatever he asks you to give up, and we'll get into that. Uh, whatever it looks like and however he asks you to do self-denial it's not going to be easy immediately but it's going to be um worth it and once you discipline yourself to righteousness as the bible calls it um then it turns out to be better in the end Mm -hmm. would you say like a good definition of self-denial would be um just anything god calls you to deny yourself of yeah i would yeah it's just it would be giving up habits, mindsets, desires you have for the purpose of godliness mm-hmm. in the pursuit of sanctification. Yeah. And you don't got to be legalistic about it. Be like, okay, now I'm not, I'm going to deny myself sleep and I'm going to get two hours of sleep and right. pray four hours a night. It's like, well, right. God also wants you to flourish as a human being and get a good amount of sleep. Yeah. Maybe there are nights when God says, hey, don't sleep tonight, go pray. Right. But probably Absolutely. not every night. You'll yeah. die. So you're saying that there are some things that we're supposed to deny ourselves of that aren't necessarily bad, like sleep. Yes. Yeah. Can you think of any, like, biblical examples of when God, like, asked someone to deny themselves? If you can't, I'll try to think of something. Oh. Like, when, yeah. When when God, like, asks people in the Bible to deny themselves of something that's not necessarily bad. God asked Isaac to sacrifice his son. Yeah. Sons aren't bad. That's a pretty big deal. (laughs) Um, If you haven't read the Bible uh, and you're just listening to this, you're like, God did what? How could he be good? He didn't end up going through with it. God provided a substitute. He just wanted to test Abraham to see where his heart was. Um, but the idea that Abraham was willing to say, okay, you know what? God promised me a son mm-hmm. and God is asking me to sacrifice my son. Then it probably, and, and like the thing is that God promised that this son, his name is Isaac, would be the way by which God brought about his promise. Mm-hmm. So in Abraham's mind, he's like, I know God. I know God keeps his promises. God has promised to use Isaac in this regard. If God asked me to give up Isaac, he can probably do something to bring Isaac back. Yeah. So in his mind, he had full trust that God was going to like fulfill his promise while he, while um, Abraham uh, walked in obedience of sacrificing his son. Mm-hmm. And God did that, and he didn't have to set, kill his son. Yeah. So there's this little snippet about 
Yeah. Abraham, that is nothing. It's self-denial a little bit, but I want to give some context so you don't think God's a tyrant. Yeah. I would say, like, all of the minor prophets as well. Like, basically any prophet, yeah. like, was called in some way to deny themselves, right? Like, the craziest <laughs> things Ezekiel, that they had to do. Ezekiel had to cook fire over poop and eat it. Yeah. Not the poop, but eat his food over a poop fire. Right. So to obey the Lord, he had to deny himself of, yeah. like, the, the most basic human, like, necessities, yeah. right? Yeah, he, he had to sleep on his left side for three years. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. I'm pretty sure that was either Jeremiah or Ezekiel, but that was like, I read it the other week, but I'm just like, that's insane. If God said, Ethan, you can only cook your food over the grill. I'd be like, okay, cool, but but the coals mm-hmm. are poop. I'd be like, I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. And then I'd probably think, God wouldn't want that for me. God wants my well-being. That's not, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Like, yeah. I would just like think, God doesn't want that, right. <laughs> you know, but it's like. Right, so foreign. Maybe God, maybe, I don't, I, he probably won't now in this new covenant, but. Right. Um, but the idea that I, like, it wasn't even a reality in my mind that God would ask me to do something like that mm-hmm. a few years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's also another example of uh, the rich man Jesus is talking to, and he's asking him, like, what I have to do to follow you and stuff yeah. like that, right? And he yeah. says, all I have to do is sell everything you have and come follow me. So it's not that, like, his money is bad, right? God created money, mm-hmm. right? He's saying, like, would you give up everything? Would you deny yourself of all these things that are yours to come follow me? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. All of Christian life in following Jesus is denying yourself. Yeah, and it goes into that whole idea, like the, with, with the rich man. Now, for just a minor detail, I, w- I don't know if I'd say God created money, although God created humans who created money. So if you want to say that, but um, well, God put value on things. Yeah, he puts value, which is what money is. Okay. In a way. Yeah. Um, Representation but, for something that has value. Yeah, it's besides the point. Um, but the idea, like when the rich man raises right, society, he's rich. Everyone knows that having a a high position in society mm-hmm. is a good thing and something to be desired. Or at least it looks like a good thing. It looks like something to be desired. And so what God is asking by saying, hey, give up all your money to follow me and give to the poor. Mm-hmm. What he's saying is, like, give up your societal status. Yeah. Give up your status of being recognized when you go places and loved mm-hmm. and thought of as this awesome guy to be a nobody to follow me. Yeah. Right? And that's like, that's a big call. Yeah. And so, and, or like a lot of people, like God says, like, uh, this one guy's like, Hey, I want to follow you. He's like, okay. He's like, Hey, can I go say bye to my family first? And he's like, who, he who puts his hand on the plow and looks back is not worthy of following me. And he's yeah. like, Hey, follow me. Let's go right now. And, he, and this me. guy's like, follow Midwest. Yeah. You sound a little follow. Yeah. Follow me. Sorry. Um, and he's like, but can I do this? And then God replies, Hey man, like this is it, bro. Like, yeah, there's no second, there's no other thing you should have on your agenda other than following me. Absolutely. I think I think in Christian circles, this is very normal. At least, like, the idea of all of these stories. You've read them before. You hear about them yeah. all the time. But I think when it gets, <clears throat> when it gets a little dicey is when we talk about denying yourself of something that's a part of your identity. Yeah, you know like I mean? the rich man's money. Yeah. yeah. Like, when something's a part of your identity and you're like, this is who I am, mm-hmm. God wouldn't ask me to deny myself of that thing. That's when we've separated, like, those two things in our culture. Because our culture says we should deny ourselves of stuff all the time, right? You have to deny yourself of stuff to work out. Oh, right? you mean part of, yeah, well. You have to do a lot of things to deny it yourself. It implies it, but culture also says, do whatever you want. Right, right, right. But they also know you got to give some stuff up to get stuff, right? right? But the thing that says you shouldn't deny is yourself and who you truly are, right? And mm-hmm. But that's completely opposite of what God asks you to do. Most of those examples we gave in the Bible are people denying, like, the core of who they are, 
yeah. right? Like sacrificing your son, like there's no, there's no more a part of who you are than a father. That's your bloodline. Right? That's like, if you, he's dead, you just don't have a family. Yeah. Like, like you don't have a son anymore. You just, and that's what you got. Yeah. That's it. Like, and we're not parents, but we know that a son is a pretty big deal. Like, yeah. And also Isaac was at this point, probably around 30 years old. People speculate. Right. So Isaac also had to subject himself and realize I have to trust my dad in this. And I have to right. give up what I think is my safety right to do this crazy so it's just that trust it's ooh, i just had a good thought self being able to do well in self-denial comes with trusting god accurately yeah absolutely that he has your best in mind yeah right um and especially for things like sexuality or like your safety and stuff like that like things that are really a part of your identity when god calls us to self-denial like our culture just says like that's not okay right you that's harmful and you shouldn't do that you shouldn't deny yourself like who you truly are right yeah. And they're conflating, like, those things being who you truly are. When really mm-hmm. the only true thing that you can be is either a son of God or not a son of God. Yeah. You know what I mean? An and did, did you read that scripture yet that uh, that specifically talks about that? Or are we not there Which yet? one? The Mark one, I think. Like, Jesus' command. Did you read that yet? No. Okay. I won't spoil it for you guys. You can quote it if you want. It's fine. Oh, well, you have it in front of you. I don't, I don't, want, to, I don't want to butcher it. There's a lot of them. I like the Luke one more. I think it's Luke 9, 23 okay. um, or something like that. But this one is uh, Mark eight thirty four, and it says, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Right? Yeah. It elaborates a little more in Luke, but it's one of the most famous Bible verses yeah. there is. And, and now that I think about it, we, like, I don't know how many sermons I heard from the pulpit talk about this, but I know in my Christian circle it was talked about enough where yeah. I was like, yeah, I got to do this. But I had a conversation with a young kid the other week, and he he was we were talking, and I said something like, "Yeah, like homosexuals can be saved." Yeah. And he's like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. And he doesn't know too much about Christianity, I don't think. He grew up in a Christian home, but like of his own personal life, it right. hasn't been that big of a deal for him. And he's like, "What Christian?" He's like, "Homosexuals can't be saved." I was like, "Yeah, they can." Yeah. He's like, "How?" I was like, "They just aren't allowed to do the homosexual acts." Yeah. They're allowed to like feel how they feel because that's not a sin yeah but the action is a sin right and then this guy's like you're just gonna ask him to not ever like be in a relationship with someone they love ever again and i said unless it's a someone opposite gender then yeah i'm asking them to not do that yeah and he's like well how can you do that and i said because every christian has to do this yeah you know like i have desires to sleep with women right i'm not allowed to act on them right i have to deny myself yeah People in the LGBTQ community have certain desires to be with whoever they desire to be with, but they're still not let off, let off the hook just because they have those desires that are different than my desires. Right. You know, desire is not an excuse to be let off the hook. Yeah. And so we all have to deny ourselves, and it's like the very prerequisite of Christianity is give up your life. Yeah. Deny yourself. And, and the, the promise that Jesus has along with that idea is that he who saves his life will lose it, but he who loses his life for my sake will find it. Right. And that's and that, what Jesus says, right? That's like, in the Luke one. And it's Luke one? No, that's in the Luke verse. Oh, in the yeah. Luke verse. Luke oh, awesome. nine. Yeah. And that idea of like when you come to the end of yourself and when you deny yourself, and it's a lifestyle, it's a choice and a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. When you do that, that's when life really begins. That's when fulfillment really starts. That's yeah. when joy really manifests. You know? Right. Because if you're putting your identity in something that's not God, you're never going to be truly fulfilled, mm-hmm. right? And so if you have your, your safety and security, um, like in yourself, like if um, if God asks you to uh, deny yourself and sacrifice something for him, right, um, mm-hmm. and you don't do it, like that thing has become your idol and your identity, and you get to have that thing instead of God. 
You know what right. I mean? Right, and God, that's the thing. God will give you, like, God will let you have what you decide. Yeah. That's if you decide like, to keep that, like, cool, that's what you get You're just going to be stunted. Yeah. And it's not that, like, you're not saved anymore, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you're a Christian, then you're a Christian. Right. But, um, I mean, I guess it would be depending on, like, what... What that thing is asking. Yeah, about like, where this. you are in life and stuff like that. It's more complicated than that. But, like, the point <laughs> is, like, you don't lose your salvation for, like, not denying yourself when God tells you uh, to deny yourself. Right. It's just that you're choosing that thing over God. Right, and God is not like in the number one position in your life anymore because God asked you to get rid of something for Him, mm-hmm. and you decided you would choose that thing and over you, Him. And yeah, and you just chosen to step into idolatry. Right. And the question is like, man, if you're a Christian, I pray and I hope that you see the value of Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. As a Christian, the goal of our life is to know the value of Christ, know the the amazing wonder it is to be a Christian and know mm-hmm. God. Like that's an amazing fact to know yeah. God. And once you really see that, it's like. Giving things up is not a bad time. Yeah. It's like a joyous thing. You yeah. Know? If you intimately know God, like when every morning you wake up and you're excited to just be in his presence, you don't have to talk to him. Like he doesn't talk to you. There's no expectations. You just know he's there and you can be with him. Right? Like when you have that kind of intimacy with the father, nothing is, is better than being with him. Right? Like right. there was nothing you wouldn't give up to be in that place with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's nothing you wouldn't deny yourself of. And so I think when it gets hard is when someone doesn't truly know God in that way. Right? Like they haven't built that kind of relationship with him. And then they don't see him as, as worthy of those things. Right. And it's not just like the, the experiment, or not the experiment, the experience of knowing God in that way. Even if you just don't know God and his biblical character, you're not going to think him worth giving up um, whatever it is to gain him. Yeah. And that's like, and that's a place that if you're at the place where you're like, hey, I just don't really value God as seriously mm-hmm. as I should, and that's why I don't want to give it up. That's not a place that you, like when we say that, we're not trying to shame you into being mm-hmm. like, oh, you should be shamed and change. But it's like, you should get you should pray then that like you get to that point yeah you know like there's a song by uh by shannon shane called yearn and the lyrics say yearn yearn oh yearn it says uh it's y-e-a-r-n <laughs> that was just your 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 god your uh <laughs> but it says it's like god i want to yearn for you that's oh, the lyrics cool. of the song yeah and like i was in a place when i was just like man i don't like i know i love god but mm. i just don't care to spend time with him yeah and I'll just be honest. It's like, I just don't care. Like I, I was, I would pray to him. I'm like, God, I like you a lot. I mm-hmm. love you. Mm-hmm. I just don't care to be with you right now. And I know it's not good. Will you help me? And then like the next day, I found that song. That's yeah. an old song. It's not new. Yeah. But I, like that song came up on YouTube, and I started listening to it. And it's just a cry to say like, I want to want you. Yeah. Right. And maybe that's where you're at. And that's not a shameful place. It's not Absolutely. Like, that's where you're at. That's where yeah. you're at. It's not shame on you. Like God accepts you where you're at. He knows it's where you're at. You don't mm-hmm. have to hide from him. But he just, he's like, let's keep going forward. So you just like get in that place where like, maybe you're at a place where you're like, I don't want God, but I know I want to want him. Yeah. Then pray that. Yeah. God knows where you're at and he'll, he'll definitely, um, honor like that ask from you. Right. Like if God asks you to give something up and you say, God, like I'm not ready to give this thing up. He'll work with you to get to that place. You know what I mean? He'll definitely work with you to get to that place. Yeah. And like, it all starts with having an accurate view of God too. Because if you think that God's mean and he's mad at you and he thinks everything you do is bad and then he asks you to give it up, it's, you think of it as a punishment thing. Right. But if you see God... It's like you're, something's being taken away from you right. instead of being given to you. Right. And if you think of it of God as the loving father that he is who's merciful and wants mm. the best for you and desires the flourishing of humanity. Yeah. And he says, hey, will you give this up and come follow me? Then it's like, 
oh, this thing's hindering me from you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want it. Take it. I, like, yeah. I want to be close to you because you understand. And so what needs to happen is you need to have a heart change or a perspective change on how you view God. Yeah. And that's what I, like, I realize that's still happening in my life. Like, just yesterday I was watching a sermon, and it was Paul Washer. It was called The Four Pillars of the Christian Faith or something like that. It's so good, a fit Christian life. And he said, why do you think God went through all the trouble to sacrifice his son and forgive your sins just to scold you when you get to heaven? Right. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's true. God didn't go through all that to be to stay mad at <laughs> me. mean, right? Yeah, like he, didn't, like he was mad at me at some point, but now he's not. And the Bible says in Isaiah, it was prophesying about Jesus, and he says, like, I will never again be mad at you. Yeah. And it's like, God's never mad at his people. Your beauty is forgiven. Yeah. Now, when you're a sinner, I had to say this so I am accountable because I'm accountable to God. Yeah. If you're a sinner, you're not saved. John 3, 37 mm-hmm. says that the wrath of God abides on yeah, you. Yeah, remains and it's, on you. It's remaining on you. But that's because you're not accepting it. Now, when you surrender and come to mm-hmm. the end of yourself and deny yourself right. and ask for salvation, then God forgives you and he right. takes away all his wrath because all his wrath that was on you, that was remaining, it was put on Jesus. Right. And so that's what also makes the good news so good. It's we have peace with the creator. Right. Absolutely. So I don't know even where we are on your outline anymore. I went off on a tangent. and That's good. Good luck. I only have an outline, really. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's really good. Um, I love all of that. I think it makes it really clear. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the only other thing we can really talk about is, like, what what is not self-denial, you know? Like, how could you take it too far? Right. You know what I mean? Like, how could we get, like, uh, too jiggy with it? You know what I mean? (laughs) Get jiggy with it. How do we do that? Shout out to No Big Deal. Um, (laughs) Come on the show one day. (laughs) That'd be fantastic. We'll tag him in a clip. (laughs) Um, well what happened I would say taking it too far also starts with a mindset everything starts with your perspective and how Mm. you view things and your heart attitude towards things so you could not even start self-denial and take it too far if you're starting from a place of I'm working for God's love yeah I'm going to give this up so God will love me more I'm going to give this up so I can show God that I care about you so much it's like okay you already missed it like you're starting from last place already right uh, so even before that, you got to get yourself in a place of like, okay, I got to deny myself in the way, in the things that God's calling me to one for sin. Yes. If you're sinning, stop, mm-hmm. deny yourself, stop sinning. Yeah. But there's other things where it's like, maybe you have an addiction to coffee. At one point I woke up and I like when I was home, I opened my eyes and the first thought that entered my mind was, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get coffee. And then I felt like God's facial expression was like, huh. I just thought you loved me or something like that. <laughs> like God was, whenever I, in my experience with God, God is always kind of like, I don't want to say sarcastic or something. But he makes God, facial expressions. Yeah, he's just yeah, more direct. He's just like, what are, yeah, you, yeah. what are you doing? We're friends. And so I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, God. Like, I care about you more than I care about coffee. I'm not going to drink that today because obviously it's gotten a hold in my heart in a way I don't want it to. Yeah, yeah. And that's just recognizing like, hey, today mm-hmm. I'm not going to have coffee or I'm going to spend God, time with God before I have coffee. Right. And so taking it too far would look like doing it for the purpose of earning God's favor. Yeah. Um, but also going to the extreme where you're just killing yourself. Yeah. You know, like, it, like I said earlier, like if you're just denying sleep, so you can be, if you can, so you're like in the presence of God, like I need to pray four time, four hours a night. I'm going to wake up from like at 12 and pray till midnight or till four mm-hmm. and then do this and quiet time this. And the, like at times that is probably good. Like Jesus in the Bible, like prayed all night, but yeah. it wasn't every single night. He right. also took naps in the middle of the day. Right. Right? But it's the idea, like, if you're just working and working and working and striving, 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 that's when it's, it's, it's wrong. Mm. Um, what, what, do, what do you think? What do you, what do you think would be taken too far? 
I would say self-denial, um, like a, a version of self-denial that could be bad, would be an example of Buddhism, right? Like you're, you think God just wants to deny you of everything that's good, and somehow like you deny yourself of pleasure, um, any pleasure, right, would be a good thing, which is the, like the foundation of Buddhism, mm-hmm. right, is denying yourself of all pleasures. Um, and so that's not God's heart at all. God isn't just right. like a joy robber. Right, and doesn't want you to have any pleasures. Because God created pleasure. It's actually the source of joy, ironically. Yeah. It's not ironic. Yeah, and the creator of pleasure. And he definitely like wants those things for you, or else he wouldn't have created you with the ability to, um, to perceive them, mm-hmm. right? That's and good. so um, if you're the kind of person that thinks, like, I just need to deprive myself of all of these pleasures and joys because they're bad, or even if, if you get your mindset twisted a little bit and you're denying yourself of all the right things, but you start viewing those things that aren't sin as bad things because God asked you to deny yourself. Right. Them, right. Right. So like if like God like judging people, yeah, if a classic example I think is in like purity culture is like, we start viewing sex as like evil and like almost taboo in a way where like, it's not like God created it as a really good thing, but because we're always like talking about denying ourselves of it, right. it becomes a thing that you like never want to do. Sex is sin. Sex, sex is sin. sin. Sex, sex is, is sin. sin. <laughs> Get some shirts. To say. Yo, yo. But just like, just like a little part down here, like on, on. Yo, let's leave like sex is sin. What if it right just there. like? What if it said it all the way around it? Whoa, yeah. Okay, cool. now we got a really cool idea. Also, copyright that shirt idea. So please don't steal it from us. Sex is sin. <laughs> oh no, broke the chair. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, like getting it twisted in that way of thinking those things are bad, um, just because God has called you to deny yourself of those things for a time. Right. Mm-hmm. Or like if you started thinking like coffee is evil, like it's not evil. It's just something that you like made your God or made like a thing that you need. I did not. <laughs> I did not get that word out of your mouth. <laughs> right. So coffee's not bad. Right. These things that God, a lot right. of the things God calls us to deny ourselves of aren't bad things. Right. Right. Or even, like, also alcohol. Like, in the Christian culture, it's like, don't drink alcohol ever. And it's like, well... I never get, had a drop in my life. Don't get drunk. <laughs> just don't sin. Yeah. You know? How about we just don't sin? Yeah, how about we, we just... says, just don't sin. Just don't sin. Stop it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just like these uh, going too far. Like, you're on, a, you're on a good roll, so I don't know. Yeah, what that's kind of the end of yeah. it. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. So what you want to do when you're practicing self-denial and it should be a practice it should yeah. be something that you are continuing and wanting and desiring to grow in mm-hmm. as a christian for the purpose of godliness mm-hmm. um a good place to start and the accurate place to start is knowing that when you practice self-denial start it from prayer ask god where mm-hmm. hey god where is, what is something in my life i need to give up for the purpose of finding you in a new way yeah because if, if you just do it from your own, like, okay, I can do this and this and this, now you're, you're still doing it from yourself. Right. Right? And it should, everything should stem from God's prompting. Yeah. And so you need to pray and spend time in prayer and ask God where to give up. Yeah. And then when he highlights it to, it, highlights it to you, do it. Give it up and know that God is going to bless you with mm-hmm. whatever he's going to bless you with. Yeah. I can think of a great example of one of those, too. Come on. A great example of something that you need, or I think we all need to deny ourselves of, is uh, Haribo's sugar-free gummy bears. <laughs> Everybody needs to deny themselves of deny those gummy bears. Deny yourself of because they the will set you on fire. Haribo, Haribo, whatever it is. <laughs> sugar-free gummy bears. Now, if you made it to the end of the show and you sat through it, this is this is your reward. You get yeah. to know about this. 
But you, you get to have a gummy bear now. You made it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give them gummy bears. That's not a reward. <laughs> if you want to have a good 15 minutes. A great time. Maybe even uh, longer. Maybe longer, depending on how but much But that fast you read. Yeah. Go on Amazon. Look up uh, sugar-free gummy bears. Harbo gummy bears. Gummy bears. Or however you pronounce it. And just read the reviews. Yeah. Look for the one that has like a billion and a half reviews. Yeah. Yeah, there's... Um, You'll have a good time. For, for one, yeah. uh, a slight... Just a, to wet your whistle in this... Um, one of the reviews says, oh my gosh, I ate these. And it was like shoving Niagara Falls through a coffee straw. <laughs> <laughs> like, on the toilet. And they're just like these so funny and like so well-written experiences. Some of them are so amazing. Like, they have to be like English students like writing these essays because they're so beautifully I mean, written. what else are you going to do with an English major? Yeah. <laughs> just write Amazon reviews. Fake Amazon reviews. But earlier we said it equates to sin. Yeah. And so how it equates to sin is that it seems sweet. It seems harmless. It seems cute. But Tastes in the good. end, yeah. it's destructive. Yeah. Brings death. It's not going to help you. Yeah. It's going, you're going to enjoy it for a little bit, and then you will suffer the consequence. Yeah. Separation. Do yeah. yeah. Separation from butt cheek to butt cheek. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but don't eat it. Don't yes. sin. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> for everybody still listening, we have a Patreon. We have an Instagram that's popping off. And we also are making stickers this week. We just um, fixed our logo a little bit, and we're going to put out stickers. They're probably going to be like two-by-two two squares. Yeah. Um, they look good. You have them on your water bottle. They're just like normal size stickers. Um, you can get them by signing up on Patreon. we got really cheap options, dollar, two dollar, five dollar, something like that. Three and five. Oh, okay. Three and five. Sorry. Three and five. Um, we just Patreon said, like, you probably shouldn't have anything less than three. Yeah. And I was like, well, eh, they know what they're doing. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, $3, you have stickers in different tiers, uh, not just stickers in those tiers. So if you want to check it out, we have a link in our bio of our Instagram. Go and check it out. Do it. Do All it. right, guys. Have it's the greatest been fun. week ever. Adios. Adios.